With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Hello and welcome back to Minute Bowl, another fresh week of content here on Good Bowl Hunting. I'm Cuppy Cup, and today I'm joined by Factor Wes Davis. How are you? I, I'm well, Cuppy. How are you? I have uh, some freezer burns on my tongue from eating too many freeze pops this weekend. What flavor? Uh, mostly Concord grape. That's that's the go. That's it. Yeah. That's the one. <laughs> that is the one. We also have a caller on a mobile. Hi, this is Jimmy Dale Rogers from Fort Bend, Texas. I just want to tell you, Mr. Bjork, I hate Texas, and I hope we never play them again. <laughs> Amen, caller. Hey, boys. What's up, dude? It's Jimmy Guards. How are you? Uh, doing great. Doing great. How are you guys? Good. We've been missing you. Yeah, I've been putting together my Puff Daddy style track for your absence. Stop, I'm going to cry. Cry. <laughs> Let's start with the key dates. This is just a rundown of things that are happening over the next few weeks for Aggie football leading up to actual football being played on the field. The Aggies report this week on July 31st. That is what, Wednesday? That means the other Aggie websites are going to start having content. We will just be chugging along with our our lists <laughs> with our audio pivot. I was just going to say, it, it only feels short to me, like that they should be in camp longer than that's less than a month before the first game. Right. Like NFL has been in camp for a week. Yeah. And I know they have all these like quote unquote optional things for the summer. So it's not like they've been working all summer, but it feels like such a crunch time um, to get ready for actual games. When I see the words Aggies report, my mind immediately goes to Junction. So anything else I'm, is going to be hard for me to understand. Well, there should be in Junction for sure. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Bring back Junction. If you're not going to bring back the Texas game, at least bring back Junction. Come on. If there aren't one or two deaths in camp, I mean, it begs the question, are they working hard enough? No. I mean, these kids are just taking a free ride through school and waltzing through camp without the threat of alligators or polar bears. And I just think that's sad. Getting soft. Yeah, it's like, where's the gratitude? The first practice is, I guess, the next day. My, if my math checks out, August 1st. Thursday will be the first practice. And then uh, the event that you two are, are really chomping at the bit, to, I, I imagine, to participate in, Meet the Aggies, the autograph shindig, August 11th from noon to 2 p.m. That is a Sunday. That feels a little weird, like... The fact that the kids can't sell their autographs, but they're expected to sit there and just give them away. I'm not going to tell College Station police how to do their job, but it seems like the right target to find a lot of, uh, I don't know, gentlemen who are late on child support payments and 
you know, adults going out to get the autographs of uh, 18 and 19 year old young, young men. <laughs> the whole thing's a sting. It's like uh, a few years ago, I think, didn't they do that for Iron Bowl tickets? They, were, yeah. they said they were giving away free Iron Bowl tickets and then they arrested everyone who showed up. That's a great idea, Jimmy. They should do that. <laughs> yeah, it was like someone said, someone said to get all the deadbeat dads in L.A., they should just, uh, you know, do an announcement and say free cockfights for Raiders fans. And then <laughs> once everyone shows up, you just throw a butterfly net over them. And I did bring a Barbie doll to this event once, so I don't know if I can make fun of it all that much. <laughs> The only open practice is the same day. So after the autograph signing, August 11th, 4.30 p.m. at Kyle Field, there is an open practice. I'd like to go to that. I will not be there. See, it's one of those things that feels interesting because we're so far removed from football. But I think if you actually go, it's boring after three minutes. I mean, you know more about football than I do. So I wouldn't even know what to watch at at something like that. (laughs) (laughs) You would just be on tech tags on your phone the whole time. The funniest thing for me about the lone open practice is that Brent Zwerneman of the Houston Chronicle tweeted this schedule out in late June. And I replied to that tweet and I said, hey, can you give me a ride to the open practice? And <laughs> uh, and <laughs> I, I forget what he I think he said, can you fit in a car seat or something like that in reply? But uh, <laughs> yes, the answer is yes, bro. <laughs> <laughs> but the funny thing is, uh, Jimmy Snyder uh, on Twitter he retweeted that today, and I thought it was a fresh tweet, so I had forgotten about all that from late June. And I replied and said, "Can you give me a ride to the open practice to Brent <laughs> again?" On, and it was the same tweet, and I had no recollection of, of having previously done that. Uh, oh, and the opener, of course. So the opener is August twenty ninth. Thursday night at Kyle Field versus Jake Spavadol and the Texas State Bobcats. Is that right? Yeah. All right. So everyone's pumped. I just wanted to update the listeners on on what's going on. It's okay. It's okay. Spavadol ain't been. He's used to not scoring at Kyle Field. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> So uh, pivoting away from the SEC, the Pac-12, this is probably not a great story for our show, but it was the only thing I saw this week, so I'm going to talk about it. Uh, the Pac-12 is considering um, moving their their premier game each week to 9 a.m. Pacific. As long as they still do a late-night Pac-12 game, I'm down. Yeah, they would still have the late-night game. Yeah. Uh, the Pac-12, they're, they're hurting right now, and I think they've got to shake it up a little bit. You know, it's like the talent hasn't really been there on the field, and there's just that built-in disadvantage, and it doesn't just impact college football. Um, it impacts all sports played out West. It's just the, the sheer fact that, you know, basically how time zones work. I don't want to get into the science of it, but... <laughs> All the East Coast sports writers, as much as they will tell you that they watch West Coast games, they don't because they're asleep. They're like drunk and they're in a food coma by the time these games start. And um, that puts you at a a major disadvantage. And here's an endorsement for early games. I know everyone, especially Aggies, love to like bitch and moan anytime we're like four and five and we get an 11 a.m. God forbid we have to play at 11 a.m. 
The good news is, is when you win at 11 a.m. on a Saturday, you are part of the news cycle of college football that entire day. You right. are, your highlights are played throughout the day for every slot of games until that final Pac-12 game. So I think it's a smart move by the Pac-12 to put some of their games, front load them a little bit, just so that like people are seeing the games themselves. And if not the game, then they're getting the highlights. Um, you know, attendance has been a huge issue at Pac-12 games. You could make an argument that people won't go, uh, you know, don't want to go that early of a football game, but I think they're going anyway. So I say give it a shot. Yeah, from a from a fan perspective, I like it for a number of reasons. One, once you have small children, you want everything to be happening as early as possible in the day. Uh, so that so that's one reason. Uh, the other is that if you're a fan of a Pac-12 team and you have a 9 a.m. kickoff, you know whether or not you should be talking trash on all the other teams throughout the day. If you have that last game and you've been running your mouth all all day and then you lose. That's tough. That's a that's a bad look. Yes, it is. Been there. Been there many, many times. Absolutely have been there. <laughs> so, uh, yeah. So I, I think for the fans, except for fans, I guess, on the West Coast who are going to be going to the stadium, it, it feels pretty good. But uh, Mike Leach had some things to say about this on Twitter. Mike Leach talked? No way. He And, and he was... Uh, pretty measured in the tweets I saw, but one that stood out to me was he said they would have to start their preparation at 4.30 a.m. So that seems maybe maybe not great for the players. That tweet was alarming. That's a good point. That's not ideal. Friday, we introduced uh, the depth chart, which is a a two deep. This is a great off-season discussion segment, I think, because it allows us to rank things. And this this was Jimmy's idea. We did lunch last week, and I think today we'll do stadium entrance music. So this is something people complain about on Texags every offseason. Uh, they want to switch out power for something else. Uh, so I thought that we could go through four categories, metal, rap, pop, and potpourri, anything goes, and we'll just get your starter and your backup for right. stadium entrance music. Doesn't have to be Texas A&M specific, but just just stadium it's entrances. Not. Okay. <laughs> Good. <laughs> it would just be Noblemen of Kyle. No. Yeah. That's the sickest one. Yeah. Uh-huh. That's the best for the potpourri. Wes, you didn't like it when you were first every time. So maybe we'll we'll change it yep. up as we go through. Thank you. Um, let's start with the metal category. Wes, <laughs> Wes, why don't you go first? All right. I What's your starter? I led the metal category with, uh, you think I ain't worth a dollar, but I feel like a million bucks by Queens of the Stone Age. It's not necessarily metal, but it's, it's harder than most, which is, which is my Tinder profile lead. <laughs> <laughs> How's that working for you? <laughs> not, not good, Jimmy. Not good. <laughs> it's it's rough out there. <laughs> I 
I stand by this. That's hard as shit. That seriously almost blew out my eardrums. Yeah. I was not expecting the drop to be that hard. <laughs> um, and then my backup. Mm-hmm. We're gonna keep it. We're gonna keep it DFW and keep it local. I'm gonna go Cowboys from Hell by Pantera. Ooh, that one I do. Ooh. Know. Yeah, you like that? I like that for A and M actually. I need the I need the Aggie band to figure that shit out. <laughs> Play it in a bar full of dudes that are just like on the brink of uh, if they, if you can smell testosterone, turn this on. There's gonna be a fight. Oh yeah, <laughs> this song slams. <laughs> yeah, this is a UFC orgy for sure. For sure, you're like a bunch of guys rolling around in sweat on top of a Monster Energy logo. I love this shit. <laughs> Some girlfriends are about to get berated out in the parking lot. <laughs> the drywall is cowering in the distance. Like, <laughs> Dude, I love your picks. I would flip them, though. I think Cowboys from Hell might be the, the number one overall. I want to be put in charge. Make me the DJ at Kyle Field. Get that trending. <laughs> I like it. Mm-hmm. All right, Jimmy, do you have a couple metal songs for us? I will preface this by saying my picks might seem like I manage a roller derby team, <laughs> um, but I, I'm kind of old school. I'm going Metallica. Yeah. And I'm not going Enter Sandman, though I think that's amazing at Lane Stadium, Virginia Tech. Right. Uh, I'm going to say Seek and Destroy. Oh, yes. yeah. Um, yes, just, you did. Uh, just a classic hammer. <laughs> I love this. We might just do this same, not just the same segment, but the same topic every week. Oh, man. Bullcast <laughs> Voltron Kyle Field DJ. It's a long hashtag, <laughs> but work this. <laughs> <laughs> So my next pick is is Van Halen ain't talking about love. Okay. Okay. Uh, unconventional <laughs> choice. No, go. good. Good choice. <laughs> Yeah, and you could put a you could put a modern beat behind that and and amp up the youngs. <laughs> yeah, and I guess I should just say, like, look, I realize I'm a thirty something white man from Colorado. I'm not the man to talk to about pumping up a college football team in the SEC. <laughs> uh, I know good songs to get people pumped up to go skiing or play hockey. I do not know very many songs to get a football team pumped up. And uh, what I would actually do, this is the real talk. I think the captains for whoever the A&M team is, they should get to pick the song every year that the team comes out to. Nice. I like that idea. I I would also like it if they let me pick. Well, yeah. <laughs> my, uh, my starter here is uh, White Zombie, More Human Than Human. Yeah. Mm. 
Was there ever an urban legend that Rob Zombie was Randy Savage? <laughs> there is now. Yeah! <laughs> <laughs> I love that song. I like it more today than I did back when it was popular. It's good. Yeah. yeah. And coincidentally, we get, we get to look forward to the book, White Zombie, the John Sharp Memoir. <laughs> wow. Nice. Very nice. <laughs> I, um, my, my backup is Static X Push It. Hammer it. I don't believe I'm familiar with this one. The music video is like a bad tool knockoff. You remember oh, nice. the sober music video? I think with so. With the claymation? It's, yeah. it's just like that, but a little lower budget. Like a student film version? Yeah, that that's by far Static X's most popular song. So even if you don't know the band, you've probably heard that song at some point in your life. Huh. All right, Jimmy, let's kick it over to some hip hop. What is your starter for rap? I love this song. I think it's a deeply underrated rap song, especially by the modern generation. We're taking this back to, mm, I have no idea what's, what year this song came out, but I'm guessing the late 80s, maybe 1990, 91. Public Enemy, Harder Than You Think. Yes. I think there'd be a lot of uncomfortable people in Kyle Field. <laughs> oh, but I cannot give a bigger endorsement for horns in rap song like uh, brass in a rap song is so killer yeah that's absolutely true and then uh backing up public enemy is this is not a very fresh take but i think it's such a great song kendrick lamar humble nice mm. that's fun that's good going modern very nice the football team might actually be down with that one it's levels to it, you and I know, bitch, be humble. Holla, bitch, sit down. Be humble. May need to mark this episode explicit. Bitch, be humble. We need to make a playlist <laughs> and embed the Spotify in the post. Yeah, that's a good idea. All right. I'll I'll go next, Wes, so you can go last on this category. Oh, fun. Okay. I'll do uh my starter is Onyx Slam. That's a good one. Which tells you when I grew up. Uh, this could also be like metal, because remember they did the crossover with Biohazard? Uh, but I, I want the Onyx-only version, please. Nice little build. I love that song. That's like if uh, House of Pain Jump Around was good, it would be that song. <laughs> That's a great description of that song. <laughs> <laughs> That's my Onyx take. <laughs> and my my backup is Clips Grinding. Okay.
see, I should say, I would like to replace uh, the intro with like some Aggie-fied lyrics. And I think that people would really get down with that. You want to call it gigging? <laughs> yeah, gigging. I like it. Gig, gig. The, uh, I also like power. I do. I think power is a good, good entrance tune. It is. Yeah. Like if it's a big, big night game, power is awesome. I'm going to, I'm going to start with a, I'm, I'm going hard. Uh, we're going to lead off with close your eyes and count to fuck by run the jewels. <laughs> <laughs> That's Amazing. what we're starting with. You play that shit and tell me that it wouldn't be fucking <laughs> sick. <laughs> I I like your choices. Yes. I really do. Fun for the whole family. Exactly. (laughs) And I'm following it up with too much booty in the pants by two live crew. (laughs) (laughs) Good range. I I have range. Too much booty in the pants. You gotta send the lineman out first. You're goddamn right you do. Like, what if Dalen Mack was leading the team out to this, like shaking his belly? <laughs> if the yell leaders, like, just slap the grass and start working it, I would fucking yes. lose my mind. <laughs> I'm glad we saved you for last on the on the rap category. Let's, uh, why don't you start us off with pop? Pop is okay. the next category. Pop would be In the Air Tonight by Phil Collins. Oh, baby. I'm going to lead with that. Did you both air drum? I mean, <laughs> what what else do you do? Um, my next one is by uh, a little band called Prince and Third Eye Girl, and uh, we're gonna go with Funk and Roll, which is one word. This may be a more of a basketball one, but I this still is, like it. Can I call something tight? This is yeah. tight. Prince. I like this beat. <laughs> I like it. I I don't even know if I know that song, but I like that. No, nah, it's awesome. So there you go. That's my pop category. All right. Jimmy? In my starting slot, I've got Steve Winwood, Higher Love. Should be a big hit with the players. Oh my god, you and your picks are so much better than mine. Both of you. I'm so that jealous. Is great. And in the backup slot, I've got David Bowie and Queen um under pressure. There you go. I love it. Are you just assuming our listeners are so familiar that I don't need to play either one of those? I'm gonna I'm gonna play just a little bit here. Holy shit, I love this. I would laugh my dick off. <laughs> <laughs> Wouldn't this be amazing if the team just came out to this? <laughs> it would. <laughs> They're all doing ribbon dancing. <laughs> <laughs> this song fucking owns, though. You got to be it honest. It does. No, it's awesome. You turn it up when it comes on in the car. Great song. And the other one was Under Pressure, right? Yeah. So anyone who knows that, that, that song or Ice Ice Baby is familiar. You watch Mouth. <laughs> All right, I'm getting lazy, so I'm just going to play a little bit. 
Uh, let's see. My my starter was uh, Pete Cetera, Glory of Love. I was I was worried you would both have this as your starter. Cetera. Yes, Peter Cetera. Oh, that's so like you're you're going Karate Kid too. Exactly. This, oh, I, I love that. I like this song better than Best Around, if that's possible. It, it's it's not. That's okay. Can you imagine Kyle Field like when that piano hits? Everybody like lights a candle like the end of Midnight <laughs> Yell and holds it up. <laughs> like we have a new tradition where we all have to sing this song before the game. <laughs> <laughs> Think about how soft it would make your opponent to hear this song before the game. <laughs> They're all jacked up and then Peter Cetera. You play Peter Cetera. This is, like, in. this is emotional terrorism on a football field is what this is. <laughs> and my backup, I feel obligated, is Party Rock Anthem. Hell yeah. That works. Yeah. Oh yeah. That song owns. I will not it hear does. it otherwise. I don't, I don't give a shit. That song's great. <laughs> Man, that takes me back. <laughs> I want to go take a Zumba class. <laughs> I want to go cosmic bowling. Oh, hell yeah. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So the last category, our potpourri anything goes category, uh, Jimmy guards. Okay. <laughs> I'm going to start. I'm I'm going in reverse. I'm gonna do my uh, backup first. Okay. Okay. I like the buildup. This harkens back to 2007. Back in these days, the Aggie band played as the team walked in, and it was like the drums, and they did just kind of that methodical, like, you know, it was. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. it was a very traditional entrance, and this was Fran's final year, and I couldn't help but think like. And when it kind of became inevitable that Fran was going to get canned, the second half of that season, it was like a military funeral in a lot of ways. It was like Fran was coming out and the <laughs> he might as well have been in a <laughs> casket. He had all the personality of a, of a corpse. So I'm going to say the Aggie band playing in 2007 uh, as the team came out. Okay. And my number one is Neck, but not by LSU. I love when LSU <laughs> plays it, but I'm going hardcore. I'm going historically black college. I want Grambling State playing neck. To bring the Aggies out? Yes. <laughs> Fuck yeah. I like that because we would, we would at that point have a rivalry with LSU. Oh. Here's a little bit of Grambling playing neck. Obviously, the visuals are stellar as well. That's fantastic. So good. Mm -hmm. I like that the YouTube comments have people complaining about like the look of the uniforms. It's just like uh, just like A and M. Very good. Uh, I like that you went double marching band on the potpourri category. 
Shows you're a traditionalist. I'm red ass. What can I say? Thank you. <laughs> you are. I'll go next just because I, I feel like Wes is going to have good ones and I don't. Um, I don't know about that, dude. So my backup is uh, Kate Capshaw doing Anything Goes at the beginning of Indiana Jones and the Temple of Doom. And it just it just <laughs> it just stuck in my brain after I called the category anything goes and I couldn't shake it. Anything goes. <laughs> Modern times, this might not hold up. No, no Asians to be seen in this in this dance number. Weird. Um, let's see. And my number one is the DuckTales theme song. Perfect. <laughs> <laughs> That's a home run. <laughs> Life is like a hurricane here in Duckburg. Race cars, lasers, airplanes. It's a Duckburg. Might solve a mystery. Hackers all over the world, stop messing with geopolitics and start messing with global sporting events and get in people's intros and do that kind of shit. <laughs> like, that's fucking great. That's a service. I really want to do a DuckTales parody now with Aggie lyrics. I think I'd get people mad at me on all fronts. Oh, yeah, you would. Well, and let's be real. Scrooge McDuck is an old rich Aggie. Like he's yeah. ornery. <laughs> He's got a lot of money. <laughs> he, he's probably a CEO. <laughs> I love it. Perfect. Um, how, how about you, Wes? All right. My backup in potpourri is that don't impress me much by Shania Twain. Oh, my gosh. That is awesome. <laughs> That's my backup. I have, I'm going to play a little bit. I, ha- I must. I okay, so you're so you're Nick Saban. That don't <laughs> you know, like whatever you do, it'd be fucking hilarious. So LSU, you have a new locker room. Right, exactly. Okay, so you're a rocket scientist. That don't impress me. Okay, so you're the academic foundation. Donate to the 12th man. Um, all right. It's impossible to not like that song. I don't care who you are or what you claim. That is a good song. And then my 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 winner, my leader in the clubhouse in potpourri is Nine to Five Morning Train by Sheena Easton. <laughs> Whoa, that's a good poll. Oh my god! I knew it. I, was, I called it. I knew that was going to be it. Did you really? <laughs> no. You know what? Okay. I was like, you know my humor. The Aggie band. <laughs> I love this pick. Head yell leader has to sing it. Head <laughs> voice. I have to say, the music video is Sheena Easton riding a bicycle in a teal jumpsuit. The yell leaders have to wear teal. And we've got to run out to this song. It has to happen. It's. Uh, you- <laughs> I'm telling you, this is this is the way to go, guys. Aggies, if we're if we're getting rid of traditions and turning our backs, let's go, let's go. Morning Could you train. imagine the yell leaders riding out of the tunnel on bicycles? That would be perfect. Sick. It's uh, you know, we're all a big family, and we live in a perfect world, and we take the morning train. 
<laughs> Smash cut to the end of the first quarter and Vanderbilt's up 30-0 on it. <laughs> <laughs> like, it's like that old Monty Python skit, Salad Days, where everybody's just like bleeding while they're playing tennis. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> now I want to do a depth chart of the, of the most unmotivating songs for a team to come out to. That's good. So we'll save that for a future future show. <laughs> yeah, like tune songs, in songs tune in like Tuesday. X and uh, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> this is Brick by Ben Folds. <laughs> oh, that's a good one. The remake of Mad Brick World. Over, <laughs> Brick over troubled water. <laughs> Cats in the cradle. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing compares to you. <laughs> just picture a hundred thousand people just looking at each other like what the hell is going on angel by sarah mclaughlin <laughs> oh my god there's a treasure trove for this oh i yeah i should uh just take team entrances and set them to these songs that we're talking about it i don't know only we would think it's funny but it would be funny that's your minute bowl. Uh, stay tuned. We'll have an interview with Bill Connolly this week, I believe, and uh, other minute bowls and things of that nature. Thank you. Oh, please subscribe, uh, rate, review, whatever people do. We love you. Thanks, guys. We love you guys. <laughs> <laughs>